drinking, bro. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Oh, oh, Jimmy Love! Jimmy Love! Jingle bells, jingle bells, cheering all the way. Jimmy Long and Santa Claus, the the MVPs of Christmas. The two heroes that save Christmas, Jimmy Long and Santa Claus. And Jared, you've got a special friend uh, on the show tonight. Who is it? I do. I have have, uh, our only Canadian friend. Thank you, guys. This is Mr. Matt McDuff. How's it going, guys? Pleasure um, to meet you. Mr. Matt McDuff yes. is a pro- professional uh, mountain bike rider. The loop of doom. Bike rider. Yeah, the loop, loop of, doom. of fucking doom, which we'll get loop. to. Yeah, yeah. All, all that cheesy stuff. I'm amped about it. I'm amped about the loop of doom because I, Jared said you were coming on the show. I got excited, started watching some of your highlight videos, and then there was a low light video. Where <laughs> it cut out midair, and then there was a lot of screaming. So we'll we'll get to that. Uh, but at first, we got some sponsors that pay for this whole fucking shit wagon to be on the air. Yeah, you always got to thank the sponsors. I know, I know it. Look, we, we uh, thank them for nine minutes on this show, man. Damn. Well, no, it's, <laughs> it's not more than I think. Mine. It depends. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes we just go off on tangents about them. Uh, the sponsors love it. It's because we uh, like them. We, it's yeah, we love them. We, we do have personal relationships with everybody that does sponsor this We show. do, we do, for real. And, uh, you That's know, the, 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 the first one, it, 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 look, they don't sponsor extreme athletes like yourself yet, but they should. Uh, you, look, you, you, you might have also made that jump if you had a little strike force energy inside of your body. Uh, oh damn man. yeah you know what? i it never is, thought about that i know it is the tastiest <laughs> tiniest little tin pouch of energy you could ever want inside your mouth body and or arms and legs uh kick the can kids you don't need a can anymore oh just kick it just kick keister it. keister the can kids. keister the can keister dude. the fucking can kids and start can. striking it yeah, Strike Force. Uh, Strike Force. Go to strikeforceenergy.com for all of your energy needs. Uh, look, kids, their, it goes in their waters. Owners, their owners were on the the morning show. What morning show was that? Fox, Fox and, and Friends. Friends. Fox wow. and Friends. And did you did you, were you not impressed with what Sean was wearing? One of the best jackets I've seen on a man ever. <laughs> uh, big fan. <laughs> he really knew how to dress for Fox I don't know. and Friends. Yeah, I didn't know where he, I don't know where he got it, but I want that jacket. It's a only, it's a, it's thing, a goddamn fine bone, jacket. The only bone we can pick with him is why didn't he have one of our hats from Drinking Bros on there? Because that would have that would have pulled it all together, you know. The yeah, it would it would have really tied the room together. It might have been a little disrespectful. You should uh, really give you should give him a hard time for that. We should. You we can't should. let yeah. stuff like that fly. No, we can't. We can't. But look, Strikeforce Strike Force goes in waters. It goes in liquors. It goes in beers. It goes in coffee. You name it. Uh, that's where the energy goes these days, kids. Uh, they ship any, anywhere in the entire yeah. world. Uh, dude, the Stradkas. Everybody's drinking Stradkas. There was Stradkas. a huge, Stradkas. Yeah. huge post Damn. online Strike today. And vodka. Yep, Strikeforce wow. and Vodka. That is my personal favorite. Uh, I'm going to Google Go that. to StrikeforceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Bros. You get 20% off of every order. They have a monthly subscription. They ship everywhere in the entire fucking world. And they've got a bottle that pumps out 100 squirts in case you're a hey, junkie hey, like hey, myself. <laughs> Yeah. Hey Ross, you know what drink I like to add Strike Force to? Mm, mm. I like I like to add Strike Force to my sullies. 
Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Grey Goose and Water, you know, named after Chelsea Sullenberger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chesley. You know, I like I like to add a little strike force to my sullies. Cause you know, you know how picky I am with my sullies. Yeah, you gotta lay you gotta lay that down sometimes. You know, you gotta lay that <laughs> That bird down on the water, dude. You're Just a big like, Sully I, fan. I, I, I'm a big Sully fan. I'm you a big Sully fan. A big Sully fan. Dude, so, I, everywhere I go, I order a Sully. Yeah, man. Look, pick up some Strike Force, uh, some Grey Goose, and what? Make yourself a Sully. Yeah, um, tell us about it. Show, say, tag us on uh, tag Drinking Bros on Instagram with you holding up a Sully as an ode to Chesney Sullenberg. Yeah, and just put hashtag Sully at the end of it. Hashtag hashtag Sully and Strike Force. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. Next up, we got a little carnivoreclub.co. Mm. Oh, where are they from, Ross? Oh, uh, they're from Canada. Oh, yeah. Canada. Yeah. You could probably talk to them in, the, in your language, whatever the yeah, fuck it is. Yeah, your native language. I probably know them. You're probably, native probably your cousin. Yeah. Yeah, t- Tim. Tim's the president. Do you know Tim? Yeah, Yeah. do you know Tim? Of course I know Tim. Yeah. It's, 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 can- Canadians and Mexicans, they're all cousins. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know what, you know what Donald Trump calls Canadians what? here? <laughs> what is snow it? Mexicans, isn't Yeah, it? he calls them snow Mexicans. You guys are yeah. snow Mexicans. Yeah. You come we already on over. started... Yeah. <laughs> we already started building the wall. Yes. Yeah, but it was yes. out of ice block, so it's not going to do any good. <laughs> yeah, it's going to melt pretty soon. It's, it's going to melt, but hey, that's good for the, the economy. F- They'll rebuild it, you know? Fucking kings of the north. <laughs> Jesus. He's bringing jobs back, and so is Tim, and so is carnivoreclub.co. Carnivore Club is a cured meat of the month club that delivers right to your doorstep. Uh, Carnivore Club is a great Christmas present, especially for those hard-to-buy motherfuckers. Like those weird like cousins or brothers or like nephews are like, oh, hey, you should buy something for my Uncle Jeff. Uh, this, is, this is the gifts you get him where it's like, all right, cool. You really went out of your way for this. Uh, but it's, it's cheap, but it looks expensive and it's the best fucking meats on the land. And, and look, guess what? He's not a goddamn man if he doesn't love meats. Also, the women love it. My lady chops up the salami and my salads for me because I'm on a diet so I can get fat boy holiday skinny. Um... <laughs> and uh, you, you can head on over to carnivoreclub.co. That's carnivoreclub.co. Use the promo code MANUP for 15% off. Again, that's carnivoreclub.co. Use the promo code MANUP and get that 15% man off. Up. Put it underneath the Christmas tree. I like uh, to go to bus stations and man up. Man up. Uh, next up, we got warfightertobacco.com. Ooh. Yeah, smoke them if you got them. If you don't got them, go smoke them. Uh, look, kids, they're 100% combat veteran owns. Uh, and one of our, our, little, our little speakers who's always on the show with us, Rocco, he's one of the co-presidents. Uh, they're made with the finest. Co-president. These, these, well, whatever. Co, co, what would you call it? A co-owner? I don't know, but I, I wonder if Trump's going to have a co-president. I, no, come on. He's, he's all the way Trump, dude. He doesn't, he doesn't have a co-president. He's big dick daddy Trump. himself. Yeah, he's, he's fucking doing shit. He might even put me on the cabinet, dude. And in, and in 2017, U.S. history was made when the first first lady ever that people will masturbate to. Oh, of all time. Well... <laughs> You had Eleanor Roosevelt and then Melania. That's a close second. It's a real close second. Eleanor Roosevelt, Melania. Uh, speaking of Eleanor Roosevelt, Melania, uh, you know what goes great in the White House? Cigars. Bill Clinton was a big advocate of those. Uh, warfightertobacco.com cigars. 
are are made with Cuban seeds, uh, which are now we're we're now free to trade with, hand rolled in the Dominican Republic, uh, shipped straight to the United States, right for your fucking mouth. Real men smoke cigars. They don't smoke hookahs. They don't fucking vape. Go to warfightertobacco.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get ten percent off, and they've got apparel. Uh, big fan of their t-shirts. So grab yourself some Strike Force or uh, some Warfighter Tobacco t-shirts. Love Scott Jansen, the boys. Next, next, but 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 not new. Uh, Jared, you're gonna have to do the horse noise for for me. We're talking about a night she cries while he rides his steed. The first yeah. ever romance novel for dudes. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That's a terrible horse. That's noise. That's an accurate horse noise. It's a terrible horse noise. No, that's right. Uh, it's nay. It's nay. Uh, At night she cries while he rides his steed is the funniest book ever written by the greatest author of all time, Mr. Ross Patterson. Uh, We're lucky to have him on the show every day. Uh, We're even more lucky (laughs) that he wrote this book in real life. Pick it up as a stocking stuffer. Your husband will love it for you. Uh, Or your your bro will love it for you. It's available in bookstores everywhere, Amazon.com and Audible.com, which daddy does the voice for. Last but not least, we got Black Rifle Coffee. Mr. Jared Taylor, do your best Evan Hafer impression for us. Uh, you'd have to see me right now. <laughs> is your is your hand up your ass? I can I can see him. I can see him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast to order blender. Wow. Small batch coffee where when you order, we roast it and ship it to you. It comes in a variety of flavors like AK forty seven and silence of smooth. As well as we have awesome plastic ammo cans with guns and stuff on them. There's tons yeah. of shit that you'd love. He took his shirt off and laid on the table for that one. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you did. You have I to. Fully, I fully hafered that one. Damn. You did fully hafer that one. Look, type in the promo code Drinking Bros. You get 20% off a Black Rifle coffee, and their apparel is fucking dope. Big fan of, the, of their hoodies. Uh, J-Dog, we, we got a special guest tonight, Matt McDuff. Um, yeah, you know what? Though? All the way like, from like, Canada. Before we get into his story, I mean, let's get into this event that him and I and Evan have spent all yeah, week yeah, developing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, really, let me, that's, well, that's let me ask way this. more interesting. How do you guys know each other? Let's start with that. How do you guys know each other? Uh, it's through the Nitro guys. So Nate Wessel and Travis Pastrana had kidnapped me. Uh, Nitro Circus, yeah. To go yeah. to, go to uh, the Nora Cup Awards, which is the BMX and biking awards show that happens once a year. Yeah, and then Wessel was looking to get into the show. He texted me for some passes. And then uh, some passes for some vets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, what, what is that bike show called? Uh, Interbike or something. It, it, I don't know. Interbike. So Interbike is Apparently like the it's shot. it's really big. It's the shot show for, bi- for biking. So, in America, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a trade show. Yeah, we didn't have passes to get in. So Nate started texting people, and he happened to t- t- text Matt. And then we went to his booth where he was, uh, he was at a helmet booth with the helmet that saved his life, which we'll get into that. And mm-hmm. then... Uh, he uh, partied with us all night. He's crazier than shit. And why, you know, you know how I like to cr- collect crazy people. Yeah, Je- I, I, I feel, I feel like Jared. I, I feel like Jared. You, you were, you were the non-athletic extra member of Nitro Circus. <laughs> no, that's that's crumb. I, I feel like I feel like you're. I feel like you. You fit in with that. You you are a Nitro Circus member. Um, an honorary Nitro Circus. <laughs> except member. in, in except spirit, yeah, yeah. It's sure. just me, Street Bike Tommy, and Tr- Crumb that they'll make do all the really heinous shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just that can't. Hurts. Hurts, hurts really, really bad, bad like, and you can't like, do any of it. Like I met Crumb recently last week, which was awesome because Travis came to Salt Lake and we all went to dinner. So there's 
a bunch of the guys there, Jeremy Crumb, uh, Ethan. Oh boy, uh, and you guys made the most disgusting video I've ever like. <laughs> yeah, that was you, that baby was bird. Foul. Baby I bird. don't. I don't easily get offended. Uh, but if you go to the, uh, <laughs> if you go, I to, almost canceled my flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Hey, you know what, Jared? Actually, send me that video. I'll put it on the Drinking Bros Podcast Instagram. Okay. Uh, yeah, they love that. that. They love that. I'll do yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That. Send so, that. Send that over to me because I, I want to explain to the audience what it, what the baby bird is because a lot of people don't know. You play rock so, paper scissors. <laughs> oh God. It's called Winners Win. Oh God. Yeah. That, you won that one. I. It, yeah. So you play rock paper scissors to see who goes last. In a game of drinking an alcoholic beverage and then spitting it into another man's mouth, the last person that has that that's mouth that gets spit in has to drink the entire fucking thing. Uh, See, you were a, you were first in that video. Yeah, it's it's like the game you should play when you're <laughs> well, out with your girlfriends and all you know your girlfriend and all her hot friends. That that, that that's when you should play exactly. That you don't play that with four dudes. Uh, <laughs> well, let I me mean, there was, tell you, there was, like, a, there was somebody, coming, somebody's gum came out of their mouth. Am I correct, Jared? And they went uh, yeah, into somebody's. Something, oh, yeah, there God. was a mysterious gum in there. According to the uh, video footage, yeah. So, so, you know, I've drank in with some of the best. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've raged with Medal of Honor recipients. I've raged with fucking Green Berets and fucking yes. Rangers and you name it. You yep. name it. Delta yes. Force operators, everything. I've done all the raging. Yeah. Raging with Travis Pastrana is a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah, I mean, didn't you say somebody dropped acid at his wedding? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we could tell that story. <laughs> wow. I, we, we, we won't go into the story, but yes. After hearing some of the stories, I was like, holy shit. Um, well, yeah, that's just one of, that's, that's just one of his associates yeah, look, or friends. I, not, <laughs> not him. He doesn't do shit. No, like no, no. That, of, co- like, of course, of course not him, but, um, he is yeah. a, he is a, he is a drinker. Like he, like he gives my hardest military buddies a run for their money because he, he loves he loves to play these games, and those games result in somebody you know almost flatlining from alcohol poisoning. Dan- yeah, danger, <laughs> danger, <laughs> and that's, that's coming from are. me, who can fucking drink. Yeah, yeah, you're not bad. You're not bad. I was, Jerry, at, Jerry's not I, was bad. I was up at the Godfrey Entertainment office the other day, and they're like. Man, you're looking rough. And then one of them goes, "Well, Travis was in town on Thursday. This, is, this, is, this was like Sunday or Monday. Like <laughs> he's just going around like, fucking up the country. It, it, it always it always takes a few days off your life when he comes in. <laughs> yeah, they, dude, these endurance athletes. My buddy's got a really great Lance Armstrong story, um, which we'll get into. Speaking of, speaking of which, Matt McDuff, if you don't know him, is a mountain biking world extraordinaire. Uh, and- and, and how, so uh, let's start, let's start by this, Matt. How did you get into the sport? Like, wh- okay, when, so as, as a kid, were you, were, were you the first to ride your bike in the neighborhood? Uh, what was it? it, it no, nah, I don't know, dude. I always like had dirt bikes and stuff. And then my, I had this uncle who I always looked up to and he had a mountain bike and then I went to visit him and then hang out, rode his mountain bike. And I was like, yeah, you know, this is for me. None of those dirt bikes, you know? Yeah, because you can't, dude. You can't ride dirt bikes like where I'm from. You know, because we're suburban neighborhood. You can't just hop on your dirt bike and go shredding. You know, everyone's gonna call the cops on you. But you can get on your mountain bike and go ride. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how old were you when you got your first mountain bike, dude? I don't know. I was like 15, I believe. And I'm sure you noticed, Rasa. That's older uh, than I thought. A majority of his of his highlight reels are all that urban, like crazy, like you know, packing a sheet of plywood with you and creating like a a park setting on a building. 
Yeah, but here's the interesting thing to me that I, I find, and the reason why I always ask is for when guests come on of how old they were when they first started their craft. 15 is a little old to me to be so good at what you do. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just became really natural to it, you know, and uh, I had a lot of like really good scene in the neighborhood, a lot of guys that I could look up to, a lot of guys I could learn from, you know, and, and uh, you know, that was it. And then it took Start off. And, and so, yeah. so did, did you think to yourself, hey, all right, I'm awesome at this. How do I make this into a living, uh, into taking <laughs> care of myself? Like, because that's the next thing. And I'm sure your parents are like, hey, congratulations, dude. Matt. You're rad dude. at this. But how, did, how do you, nah, how is this going to pay for life? Man, it's it's not like that at all. Like, dude, like I used to repair antique clocks. I um, <laughs> really, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I used to sit, I used to sit in an antique clock shop listening to classical music, repairing the finest clocks that run through Canada. I would deal with like, you that's kind of dope. So, yeah, some of my grandfather's clients were like, uh, you know, own Telus and a bunch of other stuff. So, so that was like my career that I was supposed to do, and this bike thing was kind of like for fun. You know, and then as I just got better, um, you know, the internet was kind of exploding and, and, and sponsors were starting to look at views as something that was like, you know, um, worth something. And uh, yes. that's when I started endorsing products and it kind of turned into a career. That's awesome. What was your first product that you endorsed? Do you remember? Uh, it had to be, I think, a frame. It was a frame from a company called Doberman that don't exist anymore. They made handmade mountain bike frames. Oh wow! Yeah, okay, they went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we've had a few. We've had a few of those on Drinking Bros. So uh, we we, <laughs> we, uh, we know where you've been. We know where you've been on that one. Uh, so you're starting to make a little cash. You're starting to get sponsored. Your videos are starting to gain steam. And then what happens next? Dude, well, I don't know. You just, you just, when you're following your passion, I don't know. You probably know this. When you follow your passion, you just start to meet all these incredible people, you know? So I was just meeting photographers, videographers, um, you know, all these dope other athletes. A, a good videographer can change your life if you got yeah. to. Totally, yeah. Totally, totally, dude. Totally, totally. Dude, in, in action sports, it's a lot like music, you know, it was like rappers in the 90s when you needed a good DJ. Like there was no good, there's no good artist without a good DJ, you know? So yeah. like that kind of relationship is is totally true today with um with athletes and their filmers, you know. So I got in with a good filmer, and we've just been filming all sorts of stuff ever since. And uh, yeah, man, you, you just grow, you just grow, and you 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 travel and you more, keep you put, travel but it, more. but it, but you keep pushing the limits every single time, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you're out there and you're you're having fun, you know, and and you just naturally get better, and you can just take bigger risks, you know. Yeah, yeah, which, which well, look, that's going to lead us to, uh, you know what that's going to lead us to. <laughs> no, dude, because that's, that's what it is in our game. The it's biggest risk of risk. all time, the no, loop no, no, of it's, doom. <laughs> that that might have been, yeah, but, but it's, all about, it's all about minimizing the risk. Like, that's what you do. You train, you go out, you practice, and you minimize risk, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's that, what that, it's all about. And that's, and that's you know what, that's what, I, that's what I say, and that's what I think, and then I watch your, your loop of doom video. And I was like, oh, there was no minimizing risk whatsoever. Uh, you were. You were <laughs> well, you every were. once in a while. You just every, went boy. Dude, yes. Every once in a while, you know, a man's got to prove his worth, you know, and he's got to get out there and he's got to, he says he's going to do something. He's got to show the fucking world that when he says well, that, he's going to fucking start, do it. Let's start like, 
Tell Ross where you had to do this and why you had to do it there. Oh God, Ross. Okay. So, so basically we were looking at doing this like a couple different places, you know, and, and obviously I wanted to do it at home just in case things went wrong. But the first thing someone said, man, well, you're going to need some insurance, right? So we started looking into insurance and it was insane to get insurance for a stunt like this. So oh, I, instantly- I, I, I can't even imagine. We, uh, so I, 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 I look, I've produced a lot of films, uh, including one starring Mr. Jared Taylor next to you. Uh, yeah. A live helicopter on set um, just to get those permits and insurance. Needed a $2 million policy. Uh, four. The guy asked for four a $4 million, million policy. And then I think, because like we got the helicopter for free that day, and I, but I believe the insurance for that day was like $19,000. Uh, you've got to be somewhere in that ballpark, right, with the crazy shit Dude, you're doing. Totally, man. Totally. So we said fuck that, and we packed the whole operation up to South Africa. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no they don't give a fuck, South dude. Africa. They don't, yeah. yeah, they don't give a single fuck, man. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> actually, actually, so they they do kind of give. This motherfucker is in South Africa for a month <laughs> on a farm building the loop. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. how yeah, how yeah. is? But how? By the way, I've never been there. How is South Africa? Do you like it? South Africa is a crazy place, man. They have a saying in Africa, it's not for pussies. <laughs> dude, it's fucking true. It's really fucking true. Like, dude, if you're, if, if, if you don't know how to look out for yourself, you don't go to Africa because you might not come back, you know? Yeah, Especially no. in South Africa. It, J- Jared, every time we cheers, he always cheers to apartheid for some reason. Um, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, Africa's a crazy again, fucking place. Yeah, dude, it depends where you go. Like, when I like, when I go travel, like, I like to get into it, you know? I like to get into some gnarly situations. I want to experience the culture. I want to experience, you know, what the locals are going through and stuff. If sure. you just go there as a tourist, you know, and you, and you, and you lay low, obviously you won't have any trouble, but. If you're traveling like I like to travel, you know, you might get into some <laughs> All of a sudden, you owe some Russians some money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you're a good-looking white, white blonde kid rolling through Africa. Shit's going to get dangerous where it's you versus the zebra. Like, I can, uh, I can imagine you've been in some fucked oh, up situations. Oh, yeah, what, was, what, were, what were in those woods right Dude, next to you as you were building this ramp? Snakes, man. Snakes <laughs> are the worst out there. They got, they got, they got three snakes out there, and uh, one of them is the black mamba. Which will chase you. It'll look <laughs> like, at you, like Kobe like, Bryant. Yep, it'll look and chase you down. And then there's another one, which is uh, I think a boom slung or something like that, and it's green and hangs out in the woods. And if that bites you, like your flesh deteriorates. Oh god. Oh god. And then there's another one. There's another one called puff header, and that one just lays low in the grass and gives no fucks. Goes so slow, and uh, if you step on it, it's like a landmine, and they're just fucking everywhere. And they'll holy shit. Did and anybody he'll die did within it, an hour? Did anybody get bit in your crew when you guys were building the the? No, 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 no. No one got bit. No one got bit. But I saw loads of these snakes, like loads of them. Oh, everywhere. Not down. Not down for that, dude. And the baboons, man. The baboons. Like you can't leave your shovels out at the jumps because the baboons will come at night and take them and throw them in the woods and fucking do <laughs> shit with them. What? Dude, I'm not, I'm not I'm even lying. Imagine, I'm not imagine lying. living in a place like that, Ross. You can't leave your shovels out, or the monkeys will come steal them. Dude, dude, you can't leave the doors open to the machines because the baboons will get in there and just fucking have a party, like shred oh, the have interior. A, have a soup kitchen, <laughs> yeah, like literally. It's a, it's a baboon soup kitchen and a front end loader, <laughs> just going hard, like like the. Fucking... Oh boy, <laughs> that, dude, so, that, and so, the so, spiders, spiders, man. The spider, I, I, that was my next question. Everybody, everybody talks about the spiders. Are the spiders really as bad as everybody says? 
huge, massive, massive spiders <laughs> fucking everywhere. Everywhere, dude. Like, it, like you know when you go to bed here, you're just like, oh, yeah, my bed, and you hop right in it. There, you're like, you got to take five. You got to pull off your sheets. You got to inspect every inch of the fucking bed. Then you got to inspect the wall because you never know what's there. And most of the time, I'd say about 60% of the time, you find something. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Dude, we had, a, we, had a fucking, we had a filmer, okay? And he dropped his bag in the grass for like 30 seconds. Because we're out in the boonies where we shot this. And, sure. Uh, and uh, he, he comes out of the washroom and he's fucking screaming like hell, you know? And he went into his bag. He put his, put his hand in his bag. And there was a scorpion in a pair of his underpants. Jesus. No fully, fucking way. Yeah, dude, he picked up the underpants and a scorpion fell out. Oh, boy. That could have... That could have been right on the on the tip of the dick. That would be the worst oh, part, dude. That would yeah. Right could on the imagine? tip of the dick. No, no, I can't. Uh, and then you would have had to. Somebody would have had to suck the poison out until you got to the hospital. That's um, not a problem. No. <laughs> How far was the hospital away from where you guys were building? Oh, dude, the hospital is about an hour, hour, hour away. Oh, uh, so you're dead. You're you're gonna be dead if one of those things gets you. That's not enough time. Uh, yeah, you know, it depends how you drive. If you could haul ass and, and you can make it in 45. Wow, boy. That's, too, that, that's, that's a tough call. That's a Dude, t- it's gnarly. It's yeah. a gnarly place, man. And, and right now your insurance adjuster is laughing at you back in America. Oh, go shoot your fucking video there. Have fun. Have fucking fun. <laughs> actually, actually, no, I, I, I actually hooked up with a sick company that does insurance for, for athletes and stuff. Yeah, who are they? Northman Insurance. North Northman. Yeah, and they 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 do insurance specifically for like action sports. Athletes. Weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for normal people too, because now if like you crash your bike, like doing anything, have to be half extreme. They won't cover you for shit. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, uh, thanks, Obama. So, um, so lie, yeah, yeah, so lie. Yeah, yeah. So say you fell down the stairs. Exactly. I I've, look. We've all done that before. I uh, mm. so, so let's get to the loop of doom itself. How how big? How high in the air did it start? Because it looked really fucking high on that video. Yeah, so we had a roll-in, which uh, we built for uh, other project, a uh, monster energy project called Pure Darkness. And it was the tallest roll in the world, and it was 75 feet above the ground. Holy shit. But, you're, but that, you're... That's, that's the structure. It, it went into the ground as well a little bit, so we get more roll, but, but above the ground is 75 feet tall. So you're, you're looking at more than seven stories, uh, and then you drop in. And then you, you go upside down in a loop. How fast are you going on the bike down the ramp? Uh, you're probably around 70 kilometers an hour when you get to the bottom. For, Ameri- maybe, for, maybe for, for, Ameri- yeah, for Americans, how fast is that? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Dude. You're um, fucking fast. Canadians, Just fast. Dude. Just yeah. fast. But, yeah. it, but it depends. You, know, you can go down the ramp a couple ways. Um, if you're tucked because... You don't want the air to get you, then you'll go faster. If you want to go slower, you stand up. So, you're, it, was this your first attempt that you had this uh, historic? Uh, we can tell the audience now this 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 fall. Um, was that your first run down, or did you take a, t- a couple test runs down? Well, no. Obviously, I took a couple test runs. Like as they were building the loop, um, I had my filmer Lewis. He was like filming a bunch of stuff on the side. He was doing like pan shots of me and i'd like cruise by the loop and then we kind of imagine like how that would look like going around the loop um i didn't have an access to a speed gun or nothing like that because the project was pretty freestyle and low budget but um uh, probably should have had that now that i think about it 
Holy shit. Uh, so, so what are your, what, what, what were your, your thoughts going down the ramp? You go through the loop and you're, you're coming out and then, holy shit. What, what's Dude, well, the first thing in your mind? I'm, I'm sure you're, you're, I'm sure like your audience and stuff, they understand like, like at the top of the ramp, it was, it was probably the gnarliest moment of my life. Like I was there and I was really like, I knew that that decision that I was going to make to roll down and hit that loop or not was going to determine the rest of my life, you know? And it's a pretty big deal to make a decision like that. And especially when you understand the consequences, because, you know, death was obviously <laughs> could have been, could have been, you know, an easy thing that happened. That you day. got so, real so, close. You got yeah, real so, close. So it was, it was a big thing for me to like first, come to terms with being okay with dying and then being okay with maybe being in a wheelchair and being okay with with my skill on the bike and just being okay with that you know and and then once i was okay with that i chose to roll down and uh dude it, you, it was it was gnarly man let me so, so, so let me think, let me ask you this you go down you go through the loop and then you miss uh you, you miss where you're supposed to land and you're yeah you so go, you go flying. I mean, you, you yeah, were. So, so it wasn't a miss. It was he over G'd out. He was going so fast in that loop. The, the design of it was to keep him in there. Right. He had too many G's and it threw him out. Literally, like my legs, my legs could barely hold me on the bicycle. Like, since no one's ever done anything like this before, um, I had a bunch of guys do some math and stuff and they all kind of came to me with different answers. So the math was. Like it was just no one really knew like the the proper ballpark for the speed, and I really felt like I could feel the speed of the ramp, you know. And I got in it, and I obviously as soon as I got in the bottom, I was like, "Fuck, I'm going too fast." So I just tried to survive, and uh, I felt the G forces like right away threw me against the bike. As soon as I got up to the, the the top part of the loop where the 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 radius gets even tighter, it was like insane. No words to describe like the G's I felt and I got pressed so hard, um, on the handlebars, turned the wheel and, uh, shot me out of the loop. Holy shit. So, so when you're flying through the air at that moment, what, what, what goes through your mind? Like, holy shit, I'm going to die or. Yeah, dude, basically like I couldn't believe I fucking did it. Like we were, um, we were putting some hay bales around, you know, cause we were like, yeah, you know, maybe you're going to fly out of this thing. And I was like, okay, well if I'm going to fly out of it. Um, that's probably where I'm going to land. We put some hay bales on the other side. Then the guy was like, hey, should we put some hay bales on that side? And I was like, nah, if I fly out that side, I'm going to fucking die. Like, don't put any hay bales there, you know? <laughs> so, so, like, literally, literally, as I peeled off the side of this thing, um, it took me kind of a second to understand what I had done, you know? Right. Like, is this really real? Did you really just um, pull off the side of this fucking giant, massive loop, you know? Right. And, like... Uh, obviously i i thought you know maybe this could be it and i just let off the bike i stayed calm and i saw the ground and as soon as i saw the ground um i knew i was going to survive i wasn't sure if i was going to have my legs or not you know but uh yeah so it was, so it was fucking gnarly yeah what what ended up happening tell the audience i mean i read the story uh online but what all did you break? It was something crazy, like 10 vertebrae or something. And like- No, nah, dude, it, it was insanely low. Like, I can't believe that this is all I broke, dude. All I broke was I did 10 fractures on my wrist, and I did three. That's three it, ten, in my- ten, 10 fractures in your wrist, and that's yeah, insane, and I did three, insanely low. Oh, and I did three in my ankle. Dude, I fell 40 feet. 
dude. People <laughs> die. People die falling like six feet, you know, 10 oh, feet, yeah. man. Yeah. Dude, 40. 40 is retarded. Like, to survive a slam <laughs> like that. Dude, every morning I get up, I can't believe it, man. It's insane. Like, dude, it's but, fucking but, incredible, but man. Four, yeah, but but 10, t- how, how, does, how does one even fracture their wrist 10, 10 times or 10 ways? It seems like you shouldn't have an arm anymore. Yeah, so basically there's a cup where all your wrist bones sit and I fucking annihilated that cup like basically two inches up that 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 big bone in your arm and uh they had to like fucking piece it together like a puzzle it was pretty gnarly holy and, uh, shit the, the leg the leg was broken really bad too as well they, they basically just rebuilt um my ankle and they rebuilt my wrist which is incredible like healthcare these days man like hats off to those guys I can't believe it like the stuff they can do. Were you in South Africa for those <clears throat> surgeries, or did you come back to America for them? Yeah, dude. So, so basically, it was it was gnarly. Like I was on the ground. I was all like, you know, I was so stoked. My legs were moving, you know. And they took me to the hospital, and I was just, I was just so fucking stoked. I could move my legs. They had me on this back thing because they thought I broke my back. And they took me and they ordered me a full body X-ray, you know, like do they X-ray yeah. the, the entire yeah, body? Yeah, 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 they yeah, thought yeah. I was, they thought I was like completely fucked, you know. And then the lady, the lay x-ray lady, she took one look at me, dude, and she was like, no, no, no. And she, she refused to x-ray me. She looked at me and she said, Satan, Satan was inside me. What? Yeah, dude. She said Satan was inside me. She wouldn't come within like 15 feet of me. You're kidding me. Did you say, look, no, dude, I, was, no. I was on a mountain dude, bike. I wasn't on a, you know. A, a, yeah, a, and a, I, I had to wait. Like, I had to wait outside for like 45 minutes for a new lady to come. And they had to call a lady from home, and because uh, it was it was during the evening when I made it to the hospital, and then she finally came and X-rayed me, and then I found out that uh, it was just my wrist and my ankle, and uh, my back wasn't broken. Holy shit! I mean that 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 is insanity. So how long are you in the hospital for over there, dude? I was in the hospital for like two weeks. I'm sure, it, like it it wasn't that bad. Like they. Uh, they did the surgery on my ankle. They pieced it back together. It was successful. Ankle's going to be fine. And then uh, the doctor told me I need a real doctor for the wrist. He said it was like out of his control. So I flew back first class flight home to uh, Canada, which was dope. And then I did some research online and found some amazing surgeon. And uh, he fixed my uh, he fixed my wrist up. Now I'm good to go. Wow. That, that's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. It's that's crazy. crazy. That's a crazy story. Dude, it's insane. I can't believe it. How long was it before until you got back on a bike again? Okay, so it was about eight months until I started riding again. Like probably about four or five months till I was riding like commuter bikes around and stuff. But it's been a battle. Like basically I crashed in March and I've just been on the grind, the health grind for nine months. Shit. And, and, and are you at this point, are you married? Mm. Do you have kids? Do you have any of that stuff? No, I'm currently single. Um, uh, you know, just hanging out. Because, no and the re- yeah, the reason I ask is a wife would absolutely not put up with that. Um, my wife didn't even want me doing watching two people fuck on the hundredth episode, let alone <laughs> jumping off a fucking seven seven and a half story building to 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 make a loop on a bike. So, uh, oh. yeah, if. You can do this stuff now when you're single is what I'm saying. Um, yeah, you got to get it out of your system. Yeah, man. yeah, you do. You do. And how old are you? How old are you, system. Matt? 25 years old. Oh, fuck. All right, so you got time. You're good. You're good. 
You're no, good. good, man. I'm not yeah. stressing. You're good. You're good. <clears throat> yeah, you can wait until your 30s, and then and then when you're a broken man, just find somebody to take care of you. Um, because let, let's face it, with what your body's been through, it's gonna be a long last 20 years. You know, it's gonna be a lot of <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gonna have to wheel you around. Uh, you've you've had every part of your body repaired at this point. Totally, um, so, but there's other guys like you look at like Matt Hoffman, Travis Pastrana, like those guys are doing great, you know, and they're they, getting up there, you know. They are, they are. I, you know, I'm surprised with. Are, are you a fan of Matt Hoffman? I'm surprised that he's of still course. able to be normal with the shit that he's gone through. That guy is such a legend, man. I know. It is insane. <laughs> it is insane. And to a, so so <clears throat> to that point, he's such a legend. But like, I remember that Jackass episode. And maybe you, you do too, Jared, where it was him and Tony Hawk, and they were going down that small loop, just trying to conquer that small loop. Oh, yeah. Even Tony had said that that loop, loops will fucking eat your soul. Yes. And, and, and him, <laughs> him and Matt, uh, I know for a fact they spent the entire day just trying to conquer that loop, and they couldn't, they, you know, they finally did it at the end. But I mean, that was probably, fuck, one eighth of the size of yours. Um, well, I mean, Matt, you you've got a twenty footer just at your house for your fun. Yeah, well, and that's twice the size of the one that Matt and Tony Hawk did. Dude, it's just shit. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I can say, man. It's just something that comes really, really natural. You know, it feels really natural. You're really the great. only one to ever do a loop with a gap. Uh no, nah, not the only one, oh, okay. but I definitely did the biggest one. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine doing a loop, Ross, that has sections taken away. I, I can't. I honestly, you you might as well just put one roller skate on me and push me through the ghetto. Like, it, like there's no, <laughs> just right in the middle of South Central, just naked. I'm naked white man on one roller skate. That's a I, I'd, I'd be image. dead. Yeah, That's I'd be dead. I, I'd be fucking dead. I couldn't. I couldn't do what you do. It's pretty incredible. Matt um, got to meet another one of his his legendary f- legend guys uh, the other day too, out here in Salt Lake. Oh, oh yeah, that was incredible. Who was that? Greg Greg Godfrey, and he wants to come on the show too. Uh, at the great, end of this month. great what a legend. What a yeah, legend, man, what a legend. So what what's next for you, Matt? What what, what do you got going on? What's your next fucking? Pro- I know you're building, or your mind is working towards something really fucked up. What is it? You know what, man? I'm just living life really present moment. You know, I got my injuries. I got all that. And I'm just coming out of those. I can't make any decisions yet. On my but there, future, but there's, you know no, there's I mean? no like, you know, I, every year the X Games now does it like a crazy fucking bike stunt. I, have you seen them? Uh, every New Year's Eve, they have a crazy bike stunt. Uh, one of the guys got really badly hurt last year or the year before. Is there any type of world record or stunt that you want to go, go through with like ESPN or something like that where you're like, man, I think I could do this. <laughs> or did the world record thing get taken out of your Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I actually the, saw a world record. He saw, Guinness, you got to step it up. It's not, it's not that good. Like he saw the world records hanging on the, on the walls at, uh, at the Nitro camp. And it's just like, that's, that's all those fuckers give you? <laughs> That's it. That's it. It's a framed piece of paper, isn't it? It's just like, a fucking I think bullshit I could, piece of paper. Yeah, I think I could start my own. It's not own. even on nice paper. It looks like it it looks like it was printed on one of those old printers where the uh there's circles in the there's like holes punched in the sides of the paper where it's like yeah, yeah, Jared gives better gifts. Yeah, yeah. He's building a brosman. 
the Brosman trophy. Oh, the Brosman's gonna be yeah. way better. I'd yeah. see. I'd rather go for a Brosman than a Guinness. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Matt. If you complete the Loop of Doom, you you will you will win. Yeah, the you'll Brosman. win the Brosman. You win the Brosman wow. trophy. Yeah, wow. it's like the Heisman, but it's the Brosman trophy. Yeah, yeah. Jared yeah. is we'll building you it. back. We will have you back, and you will receive your Brosman. Yeah, you you will receive your <laughs> as, Brosman. As, as someone that did the impossible the first time and then went back and said, fuck it again. Yeah. We can, then we can, we can get the Guinness world record and light it on fire. And yeah. The Guinness world record is burning at your feet as you hold the brosman in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you just set fire to the rain, my man. Uh, really? So, so what's, wh- where are you headed to next after this? Oh man, it's Christmas oh, time after back this. To Canada. It is. Yeah, yeah. You're back, going back to see your family? Back to Canada, you know, get some tattoos. You, you've got a task once you get back to Montreal though. You remember what it is. You gotta oh, you gotta God. you gotta find our uh you gotta find our location, our venue for Oh, I thought you were gonna say something else. No, I'm you, so no, thankful you No, you gotta find our venue. <laughs> yeah, you gotta of find course, our yeah. venue for yeah, yeah. uh Jared and Evans, uh, Tabby Cat Talent Show Beard Growing and Dick Sucking Contest. Oh, God, that's right. God damn it. So I get a call this week from you and Evan <laughs> jointly on the phone. I'm in New York. I-, I-, I literally just got out of a business meeting, and you're like, hey, Ross, real serious. Do you have a moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Go ahead, man. I get a quick, I get a quick sec. Great. I want to do <laughs> Tabby Cat's Ta- talent show. A tabby talent cat show, talent show, yeah. and what, what what is it? Beard growing, beard and growing, and and dick sucking contest for, <laughs> for all for men. Yeah, for for men. But you say <laughs> it in a completely serious tone, and I just got out of a meeting, and I'm like, all right, cool. But then you were like, no, 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 you don't understand. We're doing all in Canadian accents, uh, and then you you proceed to tell me, tell the audience, do the accent for me of what no, you were doing just- on the phone. Hey, yeah, Evan and I would like to invite you to uh, to Jared and Evan's Tabby Cat Talent Show Beard Growing and Dick Sucking Contest. Uh, just make sure that your tabby matches your beard. That's our only rules. <laughs> that's our that's our only rules, eh? <laughs> the tabby has got to match your beard color. <laughs> yeah, and, and we just want to we just want to stress that uh, that myself and Evan will be will be judging every every sucking of the dick at this at this competition. <laughs> so we will personally be ensuring that uh, there's proper judgment going on uh, once you get to the final round. Eh? <laughs> and holding the tabby cat. How's yeah, the ta- to- how's the tabby cat population, Matt, in uh, in Canada? Is it strong? It's strong. It's strong. Yeah. It's strong. You know what I, mean? I think? I, I think is. around my neighborhood, there's there's a big market. I for mean, you know, like we this. were all just sitting around, and we all realized we were we all three of us were big fans of tabbies. Yeah, tabbies. <laughs> we all had beard beards growing. Yeah, you all have beards, and you love to suck <laughs> like, each other's dicks. And, like and, you're and good. sucking dude dicks off. You know, yeah, it's, you're good it's, to go. it's, a, it's about getting a full dude suck off in right before you have some uh, have some pancakes and syrup, right? <laughs> I just I like to get a full dude suck off in right before breakfast. See. Eh? <laughs> hey Matt, I got one more question for you before we get to the drinking bro of the week. All right. Okay. <laughs> He's dying right now. Uh, Molson's. <laughs> Molson's. Uh what's the hype? Real or not real? Do you like American craft beer better than Molson's? Man. Personally, I like tequila. <laughs> ah, really? That's weird. Yeah, tequila is my thing, but uh beer mm, ah, as long as it's red, man, I don't care. That the the cheap beer, I don't beer is I don't care, man. All right. So Molson's, I'll tell you what. Every, Molson's like no one's really like no one not like you know, no one's really drinking 
Molson Canadian really anymore. I bet you their stocks are pretty terrible. Um, <laughs> they're through really, the roof. Really, hey, what's, every- really, what's really what's going on is like people are really into like you know craft beer and like like same home, as America. All right, same, like as America. Yeah. same as America. Same as America. It's like beer. Beer is a really really big deal. You know out there every morning every morning since he's been here we've had sushi for breakfast and he has said man it's a good day to be in america <laughs> yeah yeah uh, did you take him to the sushi burrito place uh no no we were getting sushi sushi from, burritos yeah oh dude yeah. So, we were Jer- getting sushi from a different place it was uh ron's uh reclaimed fish <laughs> big Tim secondhand fish. Yeah, yeah fish, big Tim yeah, secondhand, secondhand fish. fish. No, yeah. Jer- Jared and Evan uh, send me a video from Sushi Burrito, and I got. I'll be honest. Like, uh, as much as you guys talk about the place, it sounded disgusting. Then you sent me the video. The fucking thing looks amazing. Um, is is it that good? You got to take Matt's to Sushi Burrito if it's that good. Uh, Maybe it's, we could do it's it for amazing. Dinner. It's amazing. It is good. So you really liked it. Yeah. All right, sometimes I don't know if you're making videos to be like, ah, oh, dude, you got to have a sushi burrito. That way when I come, I eat it and instantaneously shit my pants. Um, <laughs> now nah, that's Taco Bell. Yeah, what? No, stop. That's my heart. That's my what? love right there. Yeah. Ross, yeah. come on, yeah. man. If you cut me dude. open on the inside is a, is a small, small, t- hard, crunchy taco. I, lo- I love it. I know. Wow. I love it. I love it. And I've ne- hey. I, and I'll go on record as saying this, man. I'll take it a step further. I've never gotten diarrhea once from a Taco Bell experience ever you in my must, life. You must be not human. Boy, I don't know. I, I grew up on it. I'm OG. Like, you probably didn't have that in Canada. Like, I had it as a kid. I think it's one of those things. Like, it's like, it's like Mexican food. Uh, wow. or, and that's like, it's like water in Mexico. For the Mexicans, you're, you're not going to shit yourself. Everybody else is going to shit themselves. I grew up on it. I'm, a, I'm an OG diehard taco bell fan and how uh, often do you have taco bell a week boy i I would so let me let me set let me let me paint this picture for you i would say between ages 10 through uh, 30 30 32 somewhere in there probably twice a week wow big fan that's incredible big fan because it was it was it was open late uh a lot of a lot of places aren't um, don't call him an air conditioner because he's a big fan yeah big fan <laughs> big fan uh so i've, ne- right, I've never had cool. a bad experience cool. yeah i've never had a bad experience there um but I, I i love it uh the 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 real authentico mexican though does make me shit my pants so that that's probably i probably just, i'm too i'm too I'm too Americanized to it. Oh, you know what makes me shit in my pants is fucking shrimp po'boys from a vending machine. Yeah, you and those shrimp po'boys. Oh, boy. It's, it's through a screen door with this one. I shared a... <laughs> Matt, I shared a Motel 6 with him. He gets a shrimp po'boy out of a vending machine. Oh, I, can't, I can't get him off the toilet. I've got to pull the flat screen off the wall and give him something to watch. Because uh, oh, he's just, God. he is shitting through a screen door for two hours. Uh, no, dude, it's more, it's more like a cauldron. It's uh, like one of those. It's like a colander. It's like I'm, it's like I'm shitting into a blender and then exiting it out of the blender. Yeah, wow. it was, it was an apple first and followed by a milkshake is what it was. Um, so you just earplugs twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, uh, yeah. it sounds that, like it's it sounds like you're just dumping mashed potatoes into a toilet from ten feet up <laughs> <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that shrimp po' boy really tore out the inside of Jared Taylor. Um. <laughs> oh, the next time we share a hotel room, I'm going to fucking just stand on the toilet uh, and, dro- and just drop mashed potatoes. Just Demon so drop. The loop of doom. You're going to loop of doom the toilet. You're going to loop of doom the, our own toilet. Man, I'm going to have to... Bit- I'm gonna have to get insurance on the toilet um, just for you to loop a dude. Who do we gotta call? Who do we gotta call for the toilet insurance? Ah, we got a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> yeah, he's got a guy. <laughs> oh, oh, I feel bad right. for every toilet. In the, <laughs> I know in, in America, <laughs> every hoe <laughs> Howard Johnson's in America is gonna be ruined. Uh, with that, this is the point of the show, Matt. Where we get to the drinking bro of the week. Uh, this was submitted by Thomas Raper. Um, unfortunate last name, but, uh, <laughs> uh, he's got a really, this was a really sad, touching story. Um, he, uh, he said he, he wanted to, uh, nominate for drinking bro of the week, uh, Connor Gaddy for drinking bro of the week. He was just under one years old before, uh, spinal muscular, uh, atrophy took his life, but he was a tiny little badass. He was tough as nails, even though he wasn't old enough to drink. I truly think he's a genuine badass that will be missed and will have one day been uh, an amazing drinking bro. Uh, for that, I would love to give him the drinking bro of the week. Absolutely. Oh, he gets it. He gets Cheers. it. Cheers. He gets it. Cheers, Thomas. He gets it. Cheers. And, uh, Cheers. We're really sorry for your loss. We love you, and, and we have no doubt he would have been an awesome, awesome fucking drinking bro. Uh, for Matt McDuff, dude, it was a pleasure having you on the show tonight. You're a really fun guy. Um, really inspirational guy, and uh, it was it was a it was a good time having you on. We appreciate it. Thanks, dude. It was an honor being on the Drinking Bros podcast. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. If you wanna if you wanna see Matt McDuff, uh, his Instagram is just m a t t m a c d u f f. Yes. And and uh, what about YouTube? Do you have your own YouTube channel, Matt? Uh, no, no YouTube channel. Just uh, well, I guess I got a company with a YouTube channel, The Rise. TheRise.com. Check out that YouTube channel. TheRise.com it is. Uh, For Jared, uh, just an apple and and a milkshake, Taylor. Uh, (laughs) Our special (laughs) guest, Matt McDuff, Lupa Doom, and Ross Patterson, the big dick daddy himself. We are out of here. Good night, everyone. We love you.